Hello, it's the Brian Hornback Experience. It's episode 145. It's January the 15th. It's MLK Day. It's snowing outside. It started snowing last night. It's still snowing. Knoxville's going to be shut down for a couple of days. So we may get some candidate interviews on the Brian Hornback Experience. But what I want to talk to you about today is the chatter that's going on in the 4th District. We have an individual who happens to be president of a Republican club in West Knoxville who got beat convincingly by Gloria Johnson the first time, who is going around the district talking about how there's only one bona fide Republican candidate. Actually, there's two Republican candidates on the ballot on March the 5th in the Republican primary. There's Liz Tombras, who he supports, and there's Garrett Holt. Now, as the 6th District Tennessee Republican Party State Executive Committee man, I also serve as the 2nd Congressional District person on the bylaws subcommittee. Throughout last summer, we spent about 26 hours working on the bylaws. And in conjunction to candidates and candidate filing fees, uh, as it relates to candidates. Uh, we went to the meeting in Mount Juliet in um, August of last year, and um, we, um, we had about a six-hour conversation at, the, at that particular meeting. Uh, we then had a meeting in September where the entire 66 members, there's one man and one woman for 33 Senate districts or districts that uh, voted on the bylaw changes. Now, the bylaws state that you need to be three of four uh, voting in the Republican primaries. However, if you're not, then the state executive committee persons, man and woman, from that make up your district, along with the state Republican Party chairman, and if needed, the state executive committee, by, uh, political committee, would vote with one vote. So, in Knox County, if it's a Knox County at large, if it's a, it's a county-wide race, it would be six SEC members because you got uh, the fifth, the sixth, and the seventh districts in Knox County, the state chairman, and then the political committee. And whatever their unanimous decision is, they get one vote. Okay? So that's how it goes. So in everything, with everybody that that filed by December the 14th, um, it came down to um, one challenge, and that's Garrett Holt. There's other challenges that could have been filed, but only one was filed on Garrett Holt. I know what every candidate that's on the ballot on March 5th, what their voting record is, because I told the executive committee members there was no sense in six of us asking Chris Davis, who is the election administrator in Knox County, for everybody's voting record. So I compiled every single voting record for everybody that picked up a petition. No other executive committee member, including the 7th District 
committee man asked for voting records for anybody. But I've got them. So now we, we get through the process. Um, the committee woman and committee man, me, on December 1st, met with the person who compiled four others plus himself um, to uh, file a complaint against Garrett Holt. And by the way, one of those five happened to be the candidate who's running against him. And that's okay. Uh, the bylaws don't forbid it. What the bylaws do forbid is for me or any SEC member to file a complaint. That's why I don't share the voting records with anybody else because it's up to those individuals to find out the voting record, right? As a as as the judge or jury, jury more or less. Uh, I just want to make sure that the jurors have the proper information when all these complaints are filed. But anyway, let's get back to the complaint that was filed. The complaint was filed was on Garrett Holt. First of all, I find it interesting before we really get into it. There is a blog story on uh, brianhornback.com. It's called When You Hear the Chatter in the Fourth, Know the Facts, and it outlines it pretty well. But I'm going to go through and go through it with you uh, today on the 145th episode of the Brian Hornback Experience. Um, what's interesting is the individuals that want to expel Garrett Holt, as I recall, were great supporters of Richard Jacobs. He's the guy that ran for trustee against our Knox County trustee, uh, Justin Biggs. And... Um, I'm going to take you to the Halls Republican Club, um, where Richard Jacobs called on me, Brian Hornback, to vouch for his voting record. And let's hear what that sounds like. Well, maybe. Might take a minute. Because we are on the internet, and it is snowing outside. So who do you think is going to win? Oh, that's interesting. Who do you think is going to win in Iowa tonight? I think Trump will win for sure. Um, I think Nikki Haley will come in second. And I think DeSantis will come in third. I don't know that it will be time for DeSantis to go home. But who knows? Um, I think he'll stick around for a while. Uh, I think when we get to New Hampshire, I think Nikki Haley is going to do extremely well when we get to New Hampshire. Um but, you know, we'll see. Um, I'm trying to pull this up another way. Mm. Well, that may not be good. Um, let's see how we can do this. Don't you just love the power of internet and YouTube? Ah, here we go. We can pull it up now. Conservative Republican. Have you always voted Republican? Yes. I think, uh, where's Brian? Brian um, posted my um, voting record for you the last you, 10 or 15 years. You voted in one Republican primary in Knoxville and never voted in a Republican primary in. in right, but I. Twice. What makes you a conservative Republican? Have you always voted Republican? Yes. 
So the question is, what makes you a conservative Republican? Have you always voted Republican? Richard Jacobs said yes, and then he went on to say... I think, uh, where's I th Brian? Brian. I, th I think, uh, uh, where's Brian? Um, posted my um, voting record. He said I vote, uh, that Brian, me, posted his voting record. You the last you, 10 or 15 years. You voted in one Republican primary in Knoxville, never voted in a Republican primary in... in so what I said was he voted in one Republican primary in Knoxville and he and I went and got his voting record in the state in, in the northeast state that he came from before he went overseas and he had never voted in the Republican primary where he came from um, so again the 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 problem that they have with Garrett Holt is the same problem that Richard Jacobs had. And Richard Jacobs wasn't running for a, a district position. He's running for countywide position, a position that required him handling a billion dollars of Knox County dollars. All right, so the bylaws were, were followed contrary to what this complainer along with a uh, an elected county executive committee member um, would like to allege. They were followed because when a complaint is filed, we can either remove the person from the ballot or we can grant them a waiver. There were five votes cast. One member voted to remove Garrett Holt from the ballot and four members voted to not remove him from the ballot. So the bylaws were followed. Um, and the, the reason for my vote and not to remove Garrett Holt is the past support that Garrett Holt has received from the Knox County Republican Party, including the Knox County Re West Knox Republican Club. Uh, on March the 6th, the Knox County Republican Party Reorganization Party, then outgoing chairman Randy Pace introduced Garrett Holt and others as Republican candidates. Let's listen to that. If it'll come up. Maybe it won't. Ah, here we go. Here we go. Not partisan, right? Elections by their very nature are partisan. Delaney might tell you any different. I, I had an older gentleman tell me, well, nonpartisan, they changed the law. Nonpartisan means Democrats only. <laughs> You're laughing, he was serious, and he hadn't voted in a city election since they went to nonpartisan elections. This was March yeah, the 6th, actually had a candidate knock on his door and say, that's what it meant. And, and you know, he's an older gentleman, he wasn't active in the party any longer, he was solid conservative, voted Republican all his life, voted in every county election since he registered to vote back in the 40s. You know, gee whiz. This is not somebody that he, he took somebody's word for. Essentially, he took somebody's word for. Nonpartisan elections occur in areas where people want you to believe what they believe. If they want your opinion, they'll give it to you. That's not how it works, folks. I am not the least bit ashamed that I affiliate with the Republican Party. I will tell you it's not. Uh, 
be honest with you, in my life's priorities, it's, it's number five. It, it doesn't break the top three, and it barely makes the top five. I put a lot of time and effort into it, but it's not my top priority. It just isn't. Um, again, like I said, no, I'm not disparaging the guy, but my, my point is we have got to take that extra step. Take that extra five minutes to verify what we're being told. So interestingly enough, today we have, in last uh, city council election cycles, we got involved a little bit, much to the chagrin of some. It's not going away. The Knox County Republican Party is going to stay involved in city elections from, from here on out. I realize it's a different model. If, if we continue to stay out of them, the city of Knoxville will be unrecognizable. So we have some city council candidates here today, and I said I was going to name people by name, but it's important. It truly is. If you're a city council candidate or prospective candidate, because we don't pick up petitions till later this month. Stand, please. I know you're here. Aaron Holt was right in front of my camera. I was sitting behind the back row, and Aaron Holt was on the back row. But Randy Pace now calls him up Quickly. front. Run. He tells them to oh, run. No, up front. here. In front of the guys. Now you're not coming up. You're going to have to speak real loud. Now, if you live in the city of Knoxville or own property and are voting in the city of Knoxville, stand. Quite a few that stood that own property wow. in the city. How about that? Last meeting I went to, I think we had one or two. Yeah. Wow. How about that, guys? How's that make you feel? How's that make you feel? Now tell me we can't do this. I was at a meeting in this very room, or at a dinner in this very room, and Pastor Clarence Sexton made a very clear and concise point. There's four we men up there, including Garrett Hall. We will not Dan remain Davis, Jim Planaris, any Garrett Hall, longer. One other man. Woo! So real quick, I'm, I'm going to move it along. So from my right, y'all's right too, their left. I want you to tell everyone your name and the district that you're running in. Keep in mind, the district is the first part of the race. Citywide, you can vote for these people. That's right. So just because you're not living in your district and 25. for the first run-up, you can vote for them in the general. Dan? Dan Davis, I'm running for District 4. Dan Davis, District 4. John, and I don't remember if I was in District 2. Jim Clanaris in District 4. Jim Clanaris in District 4. Hi, my name is Garrett Holt. I'm running in District 6. Garrett Holt running in District 6. So the first time that Garrett Holt was introduced to the Knox County Republican Party was two chairmen ago, Randy Pace. Now, remember, on this same day, March the 6th, 2021, 
um, the Knox County Republican Party, because Randy Pace didn't run again, um, elected Daniel Herrera as its Knox County Party chairman. So following that March 6, 2021, uh, Knox County Republican Party Reorganization Convention, and through November the 20th of 2021, because Garrett made it through the primary, um, through that November 2021 City of Knoxville general election, Chairman Herrera and the County Executive Committee. Now, I came on to the Knox County uh, Executive Committee in August of 2021 um, because I was appointed uh, to fill the vacant position of, of the former, then former, uh, 6th District uh, State Executive Committee man, um, because he had moved out of the district. Uh, so Chairman Herrera and the County Executive Committee supported um, Garrett Holt in District 6, Jim Clanaris, uh, Nick Sapero, Kim Smith, and Elizabeth Murphy, all as a Republican slate for the Knoxville City Council in 2021. Now, on October the 11th, 2021, the Knox County Republican Party held a rally where the chief bona fide complainer acted as the master of ceremony in introducing all five of the city council candidates that I just mentioned under the Knox County Republican Party banner. And you can see that um, on BrianHornback.com. But here's Gary just introduced him. So I think a lot of the candidates before me have said a lot of what I wanted to say, and it's just because it's staring us right in the face. A little bit about me for what it's worth. I, I've been in Knox my entire life. So that was in October 11th of 2021. Garrett Holt talked for three minutes and 25 seconds under the Knox County Republican Party banner. So, Okay. Uh, Gary Lowe, as president of the West Knox Republican Club back in 2021, gave a significant contribution through the West Knox Republican, Por Republican Club uh, to Garrett Holt's 2021 campaign. The very club that passed a resolution last week um, condemning the state executive committee members and the state chairman for supporting Garrett Holt in keeping him on the ballot because of their contribution in 2021. Um, also in 2021, uh, in Holt's campaign, he used Wynn Consulting's consultant, Eric Wider, uh, who to many conservatives is the greatest thing since sliced bread. And because it's snowing outside, you probably can't find sliced bread. He also used Chrissy Stevens as his treasurer. Chrissy Stevens is the treasurer for just about every Eric Wider candidate. She's also the same treasurer for SEC committeeman Kent Morrell, who, by the way, is the one member who voted to remove Garrett Holt. So, man, I don't, I don't know if Morrell has issues with his treasurer having been the treasurer for Garrett Holt in 2021 or what. In Holt's 21, 2021 campaign, he received donations from either elected or a former elected or Republican Party leaders such as criminal court clerk Mike Hammond, former county commissioner Scott Davis, state representative Justin Lafferty, former SEC member Kirk Huddleston, 
former GOP Chairman Lynn Tarpey, State Senator Becky Duncan Massey, Lieutenant Governor uh, Randy McNally, State Senator Dr. Richard Briggs, County Commissioner Larson Jay, former SEC member James Corcoran, former State Representative Martin Daniel, the Volunteer Republican Women's Club, County Commissioner Kyle Ward, former State Representative Candidate Jesse Nelson, the West Knox Republican Club, which I've also mentioned, um, the Halls Republican Club, State Representative Elaine Davis, State Representative Elaine Davis, State Representative Elaine Davis, former County Commission Candidate Devin Driscoll, former Republican City Council candidate Jim Clanaris, and County Commission Vice Chair Gina Oster. In 2021, um, when Holt um, also received $8,739.34 of in-kind donations from the Scruffy Little City Pack, which many Knox County GOP backers helped fund and which was managed by Eric Wider. Uh, in closing out his 2021 Knoxville City Council race, uh, Holt gave his last $206.46 to Republican County Commissioner Gina Oster on uh, January the 14th of 2022. Uh, it is good to note that since September of 2023, Gina Oster is now Vice Chair of the Knox County Commission. On March the 9th, uh, County Commission candidate, March the 9th of 2023, County Commission candidate Garrett Holt appointed a campaign treasurer from March the 9th until June the 30th, which is the last time that we have a financial report from Garrett Holt. He raised $50,305, which 5,525 of those were from GOPers, probably some from the last list. The Knox County 4th District in 2022 lost a close school board election to a Democrat. We had a great Republican. We had a mediocre Democrat. And unfortunately, the Democrats won that. Uh, the Democrats have one candidate for commission in 2024. Uh, the Republicans have two candidates. They have Garrett Holt and they have Liz Tombras uh, for the March 5th, 2024 Republican primary. A competitive primary between Holt and Tombras will have the strongest Republican on the August 4th, 2024 ballot to take on the Democrat. Holt's been knocking on doors since October of 2023. Holt had a successful uh, kickoff at Scramble Jakes in the district back in the fall of 2023. So I hope these facts help you to understand why I, Brian Hornback, as the 6th District State Executive Committee man, voted not to remove Garrett Holt from the ballot. There are many others, uh, as I've told you at the beginning of this podcast, who have voted Democrat more than once, who will probably be exposed before March the 5th, or hopefully before March, before hopefully before February the 14th. The bylaws prohibit me from filing a contest. It would certainly not be proper for me to recruit people to file contests against people who don't have the proper voting record. 
and I'm not going to operate that way. I hope you've enjoyed this 145th episode of the Brian Hornback Experience. I hope that it has allowed you to understand the vote that I made uh, in not removing Garrett Holt from the ballot. Uh, if you want uh, to read that and to watch those videos for yourself, uh, they are at brianhornback.com. Under the story, when you hear the chatter in the fourth, know the facts. When you hear the chatter in the fourth, know the facts. Have a great day. Stay warm. Hope your power stays on. We'll talk to you real, real soon.